0: Well, day two of training camp is done and dusted. Who has impressed LeBron James? Plus, can the Lakers be the number one defensive team and the best? fast break team frank vogel and ad definitely have some things to say about that what's up laker fam welcome to the laker hand podcast i am your host of course laker hand i am joined by my favorite co-host in the entire world the one the only laker dad dad day two of a lakers training camp we're already starting to hear that a few players have uh, been pretty darn impressive especially to mr lebron james
1: You're right, Hannah. I think uh, when LeBron signals you out as having started off strong in training camp, I think that's got to mean something. Uh, Who did you talk about today, Hannah?
0: So LeBron actually singled out your main man, Kendrick Nunn, DeAndre Jordan, and then also Kent Bazemore. So obviously, you know, he's been impressed with everyone, but to be singling out those three players in particular, uh, that must mean something. Now, these are all three players who reportedly were not in talks of being in that starting lineup. But Dad, do you think now that LeBron has maybe said these are the three players that have stood out to him the most, do you think maybe there could be a... A lineup change uh, starting five come the first night of the preseason on Sunday?
1: Well, Hannah, I I don't think so. I mean, I think Kent Bazemore is still in contention for a starting role. I'm not sure. Uh, You and I have talked before. We think he's going to play more at the three position than the two position this year because the Lakers are so thin at the forward spot. Um, I was excited, of course, to hear about Kendrick Nunn. Hannah, I, I said during the summer, I'm going to repeat now, that if he gets a chance this year, and that's a big if, Kendrick Nunn has star quality to him. He was a two-year starter with Miami. Um, remember, uh, first team all rookie team is, is uh rookie season, also runner-up rookie of the year. Um this guy is an exciting pickup for the Lakers, a very exciting pickup. I, for one, am very anxious to see how he does.
0: Yeah, you know what? Kendrick Nunn is actually a guy that I'm super excited to see as well. I think he has a lot of potential. He's also a younger guy, one of the younger guys on our team. So I am, you know, very excited to see how he plays. Kent Bazemore is another guy I'm really curious to see as well, just because, you know, he was a former Laker, you know, I guess a few years ago. Man, it may even be more. Time really flies. But he was a Laker player before. He's obviously a pretty good defender. He's actually going to be one of our best defenders on our team, to be honest with you and also a good three-point shooter and you know dad I do think he could definitely um it definitely is in the running for a potential spot at that starting lineup so very interesting you know obviously just day two of training camp still you know a lot more time a lot to be said but for LeBron to you know single those three guys out it must mean something now dad he wasn't the only player who was singled out you know Frank Vogel and a lot of the guys you know Rajon Rondo as well really singled out Russell Westbrook Um, in training camp. They said that Russ looks absolutely amazing. They said they are so excited to be able to play with him. Um, Russell Westbrook, definitely, we've talked about this, Dad. We know Russ is going to have a really big year.
1: Yeah, Hannah, he's got so many haters uh, in the media out there. I really think the Lakers are going to be must-see television this year. Uh, Russell Westbrook, from everything I've seen, everything I've heard, has really asserted himself in training camp, is asserting himself as a leader on this team, I think he's going to bring it every single moment of every single game. I think he's really out to prove people wrong. You know, uh, this is a very exciting player, and we're lucky to have him.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. Now, Dad, something that Russell Westbrook in particular brings to this team is the ability to uh, really dominate. In the fast break and Frank Vogel and Anthony Davis actually particularly said that they want to be the uh, the number one team in fast break points this season they said they believe that with Russell Westbrook on their team they they really could and they believe that they're gonna be playing their best basketball when they are out in the fast break I mean dad obviously Russell Westbrook such a fast player uh, such a speedy point guard to have a guy like him I mean truly I think it really puts the Lakers at such an advantage and definitely gives them you know a really big shot at being the top fast break team in the league
1: yeah, Hannah, uh Coach Vogel reminded everybody that a couple of seasons ago when the NBA, when the Lakers won the title, they were an outstanding fast break team that year. Uh they kind of fell away from it last season. I don't know why. I mean, remember they lost, you know, the the strong rebounding ability. They didn't have JaVale. they didn't have Dwight, you know, Marcus all was not that much of a rebounder. Uh, But the Lakers want to run this year. I think that's exciting for fans because, you know, they have the potential for it being a devastating fast-break team. Now, Hannah, I want to go back to Kent Bazemore for a second because I remember him pretty well when he was on the Lakers before. He was a midseason pickup uh, several years ago from the Golden State Warriors, and he killed it when he was on the Lakers. I remember he was very fast. You know, he's he's very fast, uh, you know, on the break you know he could really take people off the dribble i i remember he was very quick You know, kind of looking forward to seeing him run with the Lakers as well.
0: Yeah, I completely agree with you. You know, it's funny because obviously this Lakers team is a little bit older, but we still have some guys who are extremely fast. So, you know, I know people are laughing, you know, when when people are saying, you know, or when the Lakers are saying we want to be the number one fast break team in the league because they're saying how in the world is that possible when you're, you know, so old. But, Dad, we got some fast guys on this team. I think it's definitely possible. And then with Russell Westbrook pushing the the pace for us at the point, I mean – I think uh, it's very, very possible we can be the number one fast break team in the league. And you're right. I'm happy that you mentioned, actually, that when we won the championship, that was kind of the type of basketball we were playing. And I think it's very clear this offseason from all the moves we've made, uh, from what we heard um, from Rob Palenka in particular, that they were looking to kind of really try to kind of recreate that that championship team from a couple seasons ago. And I think they did a a pretty darn good job of that. Now, Dad, another reason why we won that NBA championship a couple seasons ago was because of our defense. I mean, I don't know if you remember, but there were times where we were locked down defenders I mean there was just no scoring against us and the Lakers were the best defensive team in the league and Frank Vogel and Anthony Davis in particular today actually said they they know that you know offensively they're much improved and many people think that maybe defensively they could have taken a hit because we, they did lose some of their perimeter defenders in KCP, Caruso, and in, Kuz um, in, uh, but they believe that they still have what it takes to be the number one defensive team in this league and they're gonna be putting a lot of emphasis on defense dad do you think that the Lakers? could be the number one defensive team in this league?
1: You know, Hannah, I think they can surprise a lot of people on the defensive side. I know that's been the narrative this summer that the Lakers' defense is really going to struggle, but I'm not convinced that that's true. First of all, a couple of years ago, the strength of the Lakers' defense was the front line of, of, of JaVale and Dwight and A.D. Now we have, you know, uh, uh, A.D. and Dwight and we have DeAndre Jordan, who, if anything, is a better player, certainly a better defender than JaVale McGee. So we have a very, very strong line, and I, th- I think that's really important when you're talking about defense. Because you remember last year, Hannah, you know, it was so easy to get to the rim against the Lakers. It was embarrassing because Marcus All and uh, Montrez Harrell they just weren't scaring anybody back there.
0: Yeah, no, I mean, I could have dunked on the Lakers and I'm only five feet. My niece, who's three, could have dunked on the Lakers. I mean, our our interior defense was just absolutely atrocious last season. You know, I agree with you. I think when you're looking at this team, you know, putting aside Anthony Davis, who, when he's healthy, can be probably one of, if not the best defensive player in the league. But we also have DeAndre Jordan. Dwight Howard there to protect the rim and to rebound the ball. We also have Kent Bazemore who's a great defensive player. Russell Westbrook who doesn't get the defensive credit that he deserves because back in college he was one of the best defenders and that was what his game was really known for. Also Trevor Ariza who throughout his entire career has been known to be a really good uh, defensive player and at the end of the day, Dad, I really believe that defense really comes down to energy and effort and I know these guys are going to be putting in all of their energy, all of their effort. Actually Frank Vogel said, you know, a big part of defense really is just to lock in and from every Everything he's seen and from everything I've heard and I've personally seen this Lakers team is a to say that we're locked in is quite the understatement.
1: Yeah, Hannah, you know, another guy who I think helps on the defensive end, and this is going to surprise a lot of people, but Rajan Rondo, and I, I know, you know, he's not particularly known for his defense, and he's not a big guy. But you know, Rondo's got that nuts you know, that nut factor to him, like like uh, Dwight Howard does. These are crazy guys. You never know at any moment they can go off on somebody. And I think that gives the Lakers an element of toughness that they really missed last year.
0: Oh yeah, I completely agree with you, which is why I was so happy when we brought Dwight Howard back and Rajon Rondo. Because listen, you know, maybe you could say on last year's team, Montrezl Harrell was a little bit of a nutcase. You never really knew if he was going to go off. But for the most part, Lakers were pretty soft last season. I think we definitely saw it, um, especially, you know, on the defensive side of things we got to have a couple players who are a little bit of a ticking time bomb I personally like it think it keeps uh things interesting keeps other teams on their toes so definitely very happy with you know the additions from this team because I think we're definitely going to be a much tougher team offensively and defensively personally but I guess we're just going to kind of have to wait and see but Laker fam not gonna have to wait much longer because only three days away from our first preseason game I cannot wait. That's going to be it for uh, today's podcast. Day two training camp is is done and dusted. Day three tomorrow. I'm sure there will be a bunch of updates tomorrow. And Laker Dad and I will be back in action, of course, to break it down for you and give you all of the latest Laker news and stories. But until then... Uh, let me know. You can tweet me. My Twitter is at Hannah underscore Kulik. And of course, message me on Instagram. My Instagram is at Hannah Rose Kulik. Let me know who you are most excited to see play for the purple and gold this season. What are you most looking forward to on uh, the start of the preseason? Thank you all so much for listening again. And until next time, Laker Hand and Laker Dad are out. Bye, everyone.